You're listening to Death of the Reader, Flex and Herds here from your Murder Mystery World Tour, and we are here with another new murder mystery novel. This one translated into English in 2017 by its very own author, Su Yen Lin's Death in the House of Rain from 2006. This one comes to us from Locked Room International, and they're continuing cavalcade of wonderful and weird mysteries from the international world. This one is from Taiwan, and I really enjoyed, Herds, the academic discourse in the <laughs> foreword of this book. It's It's got so much character in that academic discourse that then when you turn the next page and have to read the actual characters in this book, it pales in comparison. Yeah, I mean, the opening is all about, like, this is the history of murder mystery in, in China and Taiwan, and, like, Fei Wu talks about how it's, like, a Shin Honkaku mystery in spirit in some ways. Like, it's this whole, you know, deep dive into all the different inspirations. I particularly enjoyed talking about how there were, there's all these, you know, Chinese murder mysteries where, they rely on tricks that don't make any sense, like the observer is a fly, for example. I don't know what novel that's referring to, but I assume it's to explain a locked room mystery that like, how could how could they have entered this room and told us about the murder unless they were a fly? That sort of nonsense. And yeah, the, the foreword just serves to set up the gravitas of the novel that we're about to go through because the author is, is, a, is a philosopher, of course. <laughs> Which is great. I did quite like flicking through things and seeing Cheng Xiaoqing in here and a bit of Van Dyne and the Soji Shimada Mystery Award. And, you know, I, I suppose you might think that after years of running this show, there's some level of expertise that we have on this program. But I still get the giddy feeling reading stuff like this and just going, "Ooh, ooh, I know that one. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I knew something like <laughs> it was just it was just a little a little sweet thing. You know, after so many years running this program and feeling like I actually have a little bit of knowledge in the back of my head compared to all of these fancy mystery bloggers out there like Brad Freeman and Jim Noy. Knowledge. Yeah, like they even mentioned the Tokyo Zodiac murders and, and Cars work, which is fantastic. And it all serves to build towards a novel that, I mean, the house is shaped like a, like a, like a character. Like it's shaped like the... Chinese character for, for rain. So you already know that there's like something, something fancy going on here, you know? Oh yeah. We're, we're using some theory alongside the practical of, of the murders. This is like full on crazy architect thing. Yes. With what's the, what's the architect's name? It's Sheng Feng Shi is the architect in this one. And good gracious, they call it a house. I call it a hotel. It's huge. It's three floors, three floors tall, and it's there are, like- yeah. There are three floors of of maps on three separate pages in this book, and I'm confused looking at them because there are so many rooms that are just like blank too. And it's like, is this blank for a reason, or is it just because it's not relevant to the story? Or I mean, both? Who, who knows, right? But that's that's for you to figure out, right? It's the one solving God, the book. Okay, but well, uh, good luck. Good luck. Oh, what no. what are, name all of the rooms? That's worth a point for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like they, they talk about how because in in the prologue, of course, we have the the inciting incident, the first kill, where a family is found dead in their house, 
And this was a year ago today in terms of the, the present murders that occur. So it's, you know, it's, it's doing all the classic murder mystery slash horror stuff. But they talk about how since the murders last year, the maids have only cleaned like certain parts of the house. The place is so big that they just are like, yeah, those those other parts of the house, that particular we're going to have, we don't want to think about it because like that's where the murders happened and we'll just we'll just forget about it. We'll just pretend that part of the house doesn't exist because we only use this house for vacation purposes anyway. It's not something that we like regularly live in. Because it has this like poetic background, like they even speak about like the poeticism and that oh only people who are like poets like rain and yes. so my my poetic God brother made, made rain house. Well, yeah, they, they talk about how it is a is a house that you can enjoy rain in. So rather than like literally being out in the rain and getting soaked, you can hear the rain and experience the rain for within the house. I guess the idea is because it's like it's the branches are so thin, you can always feel the presence of the rain through the walls, which is really cool. And I'm sure that rain will have some thematic importance as we go forward. But the poem in question that I was mentioning, I was having a look is a letter to the author's wife talking of the time he will return. Mm. And upon discovering this, I was like, well, that probably has implications considering <laughs> there's all sorts of infidelity and disapparated characters that we've had to deal with. I mean, I guess let's, let's get into some of that because this book is like really gross. <laughs> like there's, yeah. there's a lot of like sexual violence going on or oh, soon yeah. to no, be sexual was, violence happening. A, the scene between two of the women in the book. Oh God. Yeah. The mark of our friendship, dude. Oh, that's so awful. It just, just, just like either torture or kink. And the book doesn't do much this far to establish which. <laughs> yeah, it's messed up. Like, I don't want to go into every little detail, but essentially all of the students in the book are portrayed as just horrible people, manipulative, except for Doll Girl. Oh my goodness. Her name is, uh, is it? Well, but also, supposedly, the reason that Yu is able to do these things to her is- She's got blackmail. Yeah, she's got yeah. blackmail because of something that she did, quote, with him. Yes, which we don't know what that is yet. But yeah, you're right. Every character in the book, every, at least the classmates, are all awful. All the men are chauvinistic and all the women are trying to, like, manipulate the men. Is the narrator- a metatextual narrator being a real prude <laughs> or is that one of the characters you think that's putting all of this like don't they know that we must save the purity of marriage that oh keeps God. coming through i mean that's look i i think that's the characters being gross generally speaking because they're always talking every time there's a chapter because the chapters have essentially two forms that come in one is just telling you you know like how you would expect how the story goes but the other is like a diary like there are some chapters mm. Or parts of chapters oh, yeah, that are like, like a soliloquy. Yeah, the soliloquy of, of <laughs> yes, Zhang, who has not appeared in the book, but has, you know, is writing about how they're like observing and planning and like this. I, I see a head and it has a tail. It's all very creepy. But yeah, I, I think that like based on those chapters in particular, the little like journal or diary entries or soliloquies, like it's it's just the characters are all really gross. We're supposed to think of them as awful. I think it's very clear that like, especially given the discussion of the, was it the cave of death? The, the, the movie where like a boy causes a cave in to spend more time with his girl. But then of course it ends tragically. It makes it sound as though Cheng Yan is like aspiring to repeat it. Maybe, too. maybe, maybe there. Yeah. 
like clearly there's an element of impressionism with these characters. There's a certain level of like, yeah, they're young and stupid and they're like playing out these fantasies that they have from the movies they watch or whatever. But like, they're also just horrible people. And that's sort of a balance that I think is, is really interesting in the way that the, you know, the, the prime suspects of the book are these classmates and the way that they're portrayed is like, they're really gross, but also they're young and stupid. What do you expect from them? Like, it's really cool. Yeah, I think the other thing that's really strange about it is the way that Renze by the like owner of the house after he inherited it from his late brother from a murder that happens in the prologue and Roping Ling who is sort of our like amateur detective character for the story. It's like they are in a different novel. Yes, because they're scholarly. They are just <laughs> so separate from everything that is going on with Ling Sha's classmates. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like you've also got the two maidservants, Cindy and Rue, who who knows if they're even important? Who knows? We've got these completely separate storylines that are obviously being brought together on this night of horrible murder. Like at the end of the, the chapter that we've just finished, chapter one, which is a long chapter. Ten parts. Ruping and Mr. Bai, they, you know, hear the murder going on. Basically, they hear like Cheng Yang like shouting and bash down a door. It's a whole thing. And they go to help him. And that's when the hatchet comes out signifying like, oh, it's violence time. And it's only at that moment of crisis that these two parties of characters kind of meet. Now the adults have to kind of corral the children and figure out what their emotional baggage is and like what's going on, you know, who has motive for murder, that sort of thing. I Look, can I tell you, when I finished this book, when I finished this book, I was emotionally drained. I received an, <laughs> a message from, from Herds. At four o'clock in the morning. I know. I, read, I, I just finished the book and I am an emotional wreck, spiritually, <laughs> physically, and emotionally. I, I couldn't handle it. It's such a roller coaster. I'm very excited to see how you do solving this one. We will be back with more of Death in the House of Rain in just a sec here on your Murder Mystery World Tour. I'm frightened. You should be. Be frightened of... The, the House of Rain. Oh. You're listening to Death of the Reader. Flex and Herds here on 2SER 107.3. You're listening to Death of the Reader. Flex and Herds here for your Murder Mystery World Tour. Discussing Death in the House of Rain by Zhu Yan Lin. I promise, I promise... Heard that right. one time Shoo. it will not be three takes of me stumbling over people's names. Chu Yen Lim. Gosh darn Lin. Bing Yu Chu. Chen you Yang think, Fang. You think living what? in a city like Sydney <laughs> would have been exposed a bit more to the languages and be able to pronounce these things, but our education system has failed us. Hertz. We're ignorant, okay? That's the problem. It all starts with admitting the problem. <laughs> I mean that you have a problem and it needs to be fixed. I have no problem. I can pronounce names Ting Ji Yang. That's, that's a good name. Yep, that's a great name. That's a fun uh, name. You might also spell that by writing 538361521628363126261. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the puzzles in this book that Flex has just completely obliterated. Uh, it only took him five minutes from what I understand. 
Um, oh, no, no, no. Let's be clear. This took me hours, but the final five minutes before we went to record here was the crucial five minutes where I figured out the main error you that looked, I'd made. You looked down at your hands and you realized your hands were on a keyboard and you went, yeah. oh. Renze Bai gets an email, an anonymous email saying that the real killer was this person. And then it's this like coordinates looking code. I don't know that it says that the, the killer was this person, but it's like- Maybe I should double check, but it's like, you know, they're not the real killer. Look into things. I'm sending you a secret message. But yeah, obviously it's it's supposed to pique the detective's interest, right? Well, not the detective in this case. It's Renze Bayer's interest. Because it's like, it's the previous case. The, the email is headlined the identity of the real murderer and the only contents is this code. And some photos, right? But yes, there is very little in the actual email to oh, kind of right. draw Sorry. from. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Look, sorry. I, hate, I hate to be pedantic about this, but I want to be clear. There, it's, It says the identity of the real murderer, and there's only sent one line from, in the email, sent and from, yes. and then it has the name of a person who may or may not be the center of the email, and then there are a bunch of photos which are separated by an entire chapter, which I don't know about you, but that threw me for a loop when I realized what was going on there. I think it's pretty typical in Southeast Asian murder mysteries to have like a puzzle in another language. We've covered it a few times, the way that it'll like jump back and forth, because unlike here in Australia, as I mentioned, where we don't learn a lot of uh, a lot of the languages around us by default. And our language is very boring. So, you know. Very boring. <laughs> you know, in- English seems to be something that these authors really like to pull on. And I figured out because the code is something three, something three, something one, something two, something one, something two, something three. It's like, okay, well, it's no higher than 10 across and it's three high. So it's probably a computer keyboard. Um, And I was lucky. I was lucky, Herds, that my personal keyboard is a a weird nerd keyboard where the keys are arranged all in straight vertical lines. I I was going to comment that because on a regular keyboard, like the one that I have, it's they're like, I don't know, indented or, I mean, you could look at a keyboard. You can, you can yeah, see they're, that they're, they're like, staggered. they're mis, they're misaligned. It's staggered is the word I was looking for. Thank you. You say you're no good at language, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, they're staggered, which means that it's, it's less obvious which column each of the letters would, would belong to. You have to think for at least three more seconds. I got stuck for an embarrassingly long time because you know, the numbers go one to 10 across the top of the keyboard. So I figured that the numbers would go one to three down the keyboard as well. And I was sitting there wondering who this who this nay character was, uh, because you know it, it breaks it up so it's a, gr- a group of seven and a group of three, so it has to be one of four characters: Ling Sha Bai, uh, Zhang Ya Yue, Ting Zi Yan, or Roping Lin. Doesn't make sense that it's the last one. Uh, and I was just sitting there like, none of this makes sense. It's not any of these characters. Do I have to unscramble and rescramble <laughs> these letters? Do I have to translate it through another language again? Have I gone in the wrong direction? And then as Herd said, hold on, I'm just getting a drink before we, we go into studios. Mm, I was, a good I was drink. looking looking at looking at my uh, my picture of my keyboard and I went, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just look at them the other you look at three, two, one rather than mm-hmm. one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And there you go. And I mean, look, congratulations. You've solved I know, I've the solved hardest the puzzle in the book. Consequential puzzle in the book so far. I'm I'm yeah. so proud of myself. Well, we've spent we've spent I- so much of this segment. <laughs> So much of this segment on it, and it's it, not going to come to anything. It's it's a good puzzle. I'm impressed that you solved it. But <laughs> when you like, like I didn't really bother trying to solve it because I went, "What is it going to matter?" Uh, <laughs> so, 
So who knows? Maybe it's incredibly important. I just, I, what do you what do you think? What do you I want to know, Flex? What do you think is the implication of this email being the name of one of the characters that we've met, this Tingji Yan? What's going well, the, on with the her? The implication has to be that because it's one of the university students, yes. that somehow, somehow she feels wronged okay. by How what so? happened in the past, even though there is like a disconnection of both a year and not necessarily Look, a circle of friends, right? I'm just saying, as much as I want you to solve the murder that literally just happened in the book, I would love for you to just solve the past murder immediately. I would love that. What do you mean this character feels wronged by what happened in the past? What is, why Why do you believe that? Are they not just some intellectual curiosity, curious about a murder that was unsolved. I mean, my best guess is that because every other character that we've actually dealt with directly has had some sort of romantic or sexual involvement with another, that Ting Ji must have been involved with Yu Yun, the daughter who died a year ago. Oh, wow. That's an impressive who, one. Who was yeah. also a university student. That is a leap. I don't have much to back that up with other than just the fact that everyone else has been paired up in some way. That's, that, is a, that is a good observation. That is very true that the characters seem to be paired up with each other. But I don't know. I, I get maybe we maybe we need to come back to this one. Maybe we need more time to percolate because I feel like <laughs> using you're a lot of using a lot of somewhats and somewheres. Somewhats and somewheres. What's wrong with that, Herds? That's like your signature method. No, nah, it's not. I mean, it, it might, well, you can't steal it from me. You can't take that away from me. I guess my question is like, do do you think you have an inkling of what happened a year ago? Like, we have an obvious suspect who is definitely not the killer because of you know all of the lack of evidence. Do you think you know like what? character may have been the murderer or what's what happened we know we had Renze Bai and his his wife who I think has died since then they came upon the rain house and they found the father and the mother and the daughter Yuyun like they're all dead and the two ladies have been strangled with a fishing line and the dad had been like hacked up with a hatchet and of course they find the fingerprints of what's his face, Yang on the hatchet. So everyone's like, yeah, he probably killed the rest of them. But obviously the murder weapons are from the house that he probably wouldn't have known where they were. And like all the other bad stuff he's done means that him also being the killer is unlikely from a narrative perspective. Like, what do you think happened in the past? I, I feel like most of what I have to speculate on at the moment is just the sort of fabrication that we have presented as the like official story. Okay. Because as you say, there's this entire thing of the double infidelity of the architect, the architect's wife, and then this other character who is the ex-boyfriend of the owner of the house's wife. Like it's just it's just it's a bit it's a big mess. It is. It is. I don't necessarily know what I actually have to go on in the past. And I'm curious, now that you've mentioned it, why you're pressing me on it. I just want to know right if now. you have any theories on it. That's okay. We can come back to it as we go. I guess then if you are just like, I don't even know, just something something crazy happened. That's all you know. What about the present? Because we have all these characters who are paired up. We have all these sets of lovers. Well, we have at least, what, like two sets of lovers, right? What's going on? We've had the death of, of Doll Girl, whose name I definitely know off the top of my head. <laughs> Zhang Ya. Uh, Chang Ya? Yeah, Chang Ya. She is super dead. She's like, what's happened? She's been killed in a in a locked room, effectively. Well, let me double check. What do you what do you what have you seen? Well, basically, we have just walked in and found her beheaded 
by a saw that she saw in the room when she was trying to avoid the guy. There we go. She saw a saw and she's had her head cut off. What's what's happened there? Where is the head? Why has she been decapitated? Who is the killer? Well, the, the head has been separated from the body. The door to the room has no way to open it, mm. which is yes. bizarre. There's no lock on the outside of the door, which is very strange. She has been beheaded in the room by no one. Apparently. Yeah, so there's like a saw, some fishing line and a clothes stand. And yeah, it, it is like, I actually quite enjoyed the fact that they're rather than having like the whole there's only one key to this room. They're just like, there is no lock. Like it's it's locked on the inside, which is very funny. And yeah, they had to like beat the door down to to get to her, which is which is good fun. You can see roping with his with hatchet skills. What do you what do you think is going on? Where's the head? What's who's the killer? Who has motivation to kill this girl? Herds, what's the point of these stupid questions? I'm the only one here. The the young man sat down on the floor. What are we we're quoting the book now? Come on. What do you mean? What? This is a murder mystery. There has to be a, a who, how, and a why. There has to so, be a who, how, and a why. Yeah. So who's the killer? Mm-hmm. How did they decapitate this poor girl in her drugged and confused state? We sort of have two motives at the moment. We have that she did something with some some man, which means that it could be that the man is trying to silence her. It could be that uh, Yunjin Liu is trying to silence her out of ruining her blackmail or trying to stop Cheng Yang. Here's a better question. There's no head. There's no head. Flex. There's there's no head. How can we identify the body? Do you think that this is the body of Cheng Ya? Or do you think that this is someone else entirely? Well, I mean, we did have that scene in Zhang, like the soliloquy where he finds a head at the bottom of a set of stairs and that's at about 10 p.m. and the rest of the crime is found at about 10 30 ish which is another thing that i have yet to mention is there are so many timestamps in this book (laughs) it's doing my head in and they're not in order because to be very clear this book has two parts and then it has chapters and then it has like subparts and all the subparts have their own time of day in them it's pretty impressive but yeah you're right there is a head that has been found so it seems like there really is someone who's been killed. But I guess, I don't know, like in murder mysteries, usually a separating of the head from the body is to obfuscate either the identity of the body or the location of the body. Like maybe there are two people dead and the bodies have been switched or something. Do you think there's something like that going on? We haven't really established a sense of agency for Zhang Ya. Like she, right before she goes to meet Sheng Yang. Yeah, she, she's the doll, right? Yeah, she, she's like, oh, well, I've, I've, got to, I've got to do something about this. And that's, that's her little moment of action. So it is plausible that she has gone off and murdered someone else. But who actually shows up to the crime scene when we find things at the end? Cheng Yan is like already there. Yeah. And Roping Lin and Renze Bai are brought there by Ling Bai. So she's the one who like find, quote, finds the body and like tells the detective about it. So I don't know. What's your read on her? Do you think she's suspicious? She's doing all this, you know, I'm a very nice young girl act. Like, if you wanted to do a body swap, you have at least four characters you could swap with. Do you think that? Look, I'm throwing a lot of questions at you because I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get you, get you thinking. Like, do you think that this this soliloquy character they are not mentioned by any other character in the book? Do you think that they are a totally separate character from everybody else, or do you think that it's like a, an identity thing? Because if we open up the idea of identity swapping. 
then the idea that one of the existing characters is like writing in this other character's voice is not that far fetched. Do you think there's something? It's not. It's not going and on there. I do. I do like that that thought, and I'm very suspicious of the fact that you've just handed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess the reason that I hadn't thought too far about that is because it, the story presents it as they're all classmates, like they would sure. know each other. But how well do you really know your classmates? Uh, have their names, addresses, emergency <laughs> contact details. When, when, I'm just saying, one of them did just drink the drugged wine of another character who she it's thought true. was it's a trustworthy true. classmate. And he was he was a monster. He was a monster in disguise, a hopeless romantic and date drugger. Also, we have this thing where right as she gets into the room, Zhang Ya presses a button and then gets dizzy. That's weird. Girl's dizzy. I mean, she's been drugged, obviously, but it says dizzy. And they, <laughs> that's not an accidental superlative we've put there. Yeah, she was flicking off the light. Comparative. So that she couldn't get spotted, right? But it's a button. Who puts a button for a light switch? Don't know. The answer to that is Macquarie University in Sydney and the buttons don't work and it annoys me every time I'm there. <laughs> does it make you dizzy when the buttons don't work? For the oh, you're right, it does. Okay, problem solved. No, no further questions. Well, uh, case closed. <laughs> um, That's very funny. Yeah, all right. Well, I, I, have to, I have to nail down a who, how, and a why. You have to give me a who, how, and a why. Yeah. Uh, look, I've, I've given you a lot of stuff to think about. It's, but like, it's very obvious that I spent most of my time working on this godforsaken I know. keyboard problem. I can't believe that you were like, I need to figure out what the numbers mean. Well, I got two weeks. Are, I got two weeks to solve been, this book. Herds. There have been I got, I got four two, people <laughs> killed. Four people killed. Three in the one past, one in the puzzle. present. Herds, and the guy is suicidal. My priorities five are people. clear. Five people are dead or the mystery of the secret numbers. They give you someone's name and you don't know what the name <laughs> even means. Come on, Flex. You're better than this. No, I'm not. No, I am not. All right. Well, I'm gonna put it down. Here's here's what here's what we're gonna say. What's we're going gonna on? say that Jang, the silent young man who's been soliloquizing. Okay. Soliloquizing. Is, he's a poet. The man's a poet. He's a exactly, killer. Exactly. Is is actually the pseudonym of of Yun Jin Lu, okay. who is who has been portrayed as cool, calm, and calculated, dominant character, i.e., masculine, can pass as a man. That's true. Because we're doing can pass as a going, man. We're going for our real archetypes here, <laughs> and that the soliloquy scene is a bit of a dream state thing, where the head that was found at the bottom of the stairs was actually her slash his own, as they were decapitated by Zhang Yayue. This makes sense. I like it. And then. Somehow the body got back into the room and was the only one there because it's a locked room and the only way is hang on. Hang Wait, on. It, no. <laughs> like no. No hurts. No. Are you saw me. Where's the map? Where's the map? Where's the map? Where's the map? Hold I was about to second. say, how does the house figure into this answer? We go into one flex. of the guest rooms, right? It's one of the little guest rooms. What's going on with the house flex? What's the sage? I mean, the Shiism of this <laughs> of this house flex. Ben, I have the I have the 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 strangest idea that you know exactly what I uh, this has just popped into my head right I now. I don't know what's popped into your head. You'll have to tell Listen, all of us. What sort of place uses buttons? For light switches, herds. I don't know. A place with lots of light switches, clearly. Lots of light switches. Yeah, because it's very expensive to have switches when you have more of them. 
What's going on, Flex? What's your thought? Small room. The room of the door was closed. Well. It opened easily. It opened easily, but then it didn't open easily later. Mm. And there was no way to unlock it. Ben, the room is an elevator. What? What do you mean it's an elevator? It has buttons. It's smaller than the others. Okay. It's described as empty on the map. And somehow there is a body without a head, but nowhere that the head could have gone. Because it went to the next floor, it was killed elsewhere, and then was returned to the previous floor. I like this theory. I like this. So anyway, who, how, and why? It was it was Jiang slash Yunxin. Mm-hmm. They were already dead in the room because someone else had killed them. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that Jiang Ya walked in on the body and figured out the elevator and ran away and escaped and is now hiding in the walls. This all sounds right to me. Okay. Or actually, wait, hold on. No, that would make more sense that Jang. Dude, I think it's was, just. I'm going to stick with my original answer and come up with a better one fine. for next it's week, fine. okay? Yeah. You, look, <laughs> I think you've done an excellent job this week. I love listening to you ramble until you find something that makes you go, oh, because that makes me go, oh. <laughs> yes, no, thank you. But look, I'm very excited to see how you go at solving this murder mystery. I think it's going to be wild. At the very least, we know that Ting Ji Yan sent that email. And really, <laughs> isn't that all? That's the only thing that matters. Yeah, that's the only thing that Su Yan Lin is asking of us. All right. Well, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to seeing how your wacky, crazy theory that there may or may not be an elevator in this house that the uh, the characters don't know about factors into the rest of this book. So we're going to read till the end of chapter four, fall in the locked room for next week. I'm really excited to see if you can solve all of the murders. Yeah. Well, it's safe to say that I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Look, you know how it is. You don't know what you're doing until you maybe do. And it's it's only at the very end that you find out. So yeah, look look forward to more of Death in the House of Rain. And it's gonna be great. So yeah, we're gonna be reading up to chapter four, which is also the end of part one. And I would love to see how you solve the rest of these terrible, horrible murders. Good luck, Flex. Thank you. This is Death of the Reader, your murder mystery world tour. We'll be back with that next week on the show. Whoa! We're out of here. This is 2SCR 107.3.